Good morning, Squatchers. <laughs> I just woke up in the shelter. That was aforementioned. I just, <clears throat> I've just woken up in the shelter. That what was aforementioned in the previous episode. I can't shake this yawn. <sighs> Anyhow, uh, I'm in that shelter uh, from yesterday, previous episode, uh, that this is uh, an extension or a continuation of. Uh, that is to say, good morning. Well, close to morning. It's at least only just noon. I'm mostly awake. Uh, every element of my paraphernalia and equipment had done re- been replaced, and I am ready to resume the hunt for Bigfoot. <clears throat> and uh, as always, we're using live ammunition. As I said in the title of my book, we can and must find and kill Bigfoot. And today, I think we're going to do it. Now, before we get going too far, I got some housekeeping to take care of. <clears throat> you may remember in a previous episode we met Skippy McDaniels. Well, Skippy G and I spent a lot of time together hunting squatch in the hills of Colorado. Skippy taught me all about how to use a cellular telephone and and how to how to use that to send and receive electronic mail. You know, Emil. It's good stuff. Very concise. And this morning I got me a piece of this here Emil from Skippy himself. Listeners, I must admit it got me right afeard. I'm going to go ahead and uh, dictate it at you so as you can understand my concerns. Message as follows <clears throat> Jack, how are you? I ain't seen more romance. Mow. Expect a package from me soon with equipment. Titule P. S. Would you like to go to New Jersey with me to hunt the Jersey Devil? <laughs> That's a pretty good impression of Skippy, I'd say. That's just how he sounds. Um. Listeners, I, I have some concerns. First, Lamal and Titul, that's clearly code words of some kind, but they escape me. I'm, I'm absolutely unable to, to decipher any meaning from them. These could be of vital importance. So, if and you know what these phrases mean, please send me an email to Jack. What is that? And a with a circle around it. Expedition Sasquatch period org. Oh, more importantly, it seems that Skippy is under mistaken apprehension that we are in the same line of work. (laughs) We've had a number of disagreements while hunting, and I thought I made it clear to Skippy that I was the Squatch Slayer, and he was Cryptid Researcher. And while we overlapped in that we both pursued Bigfoot with interest, that overlap was the extent of our professional association. It seems that Skippy is attempting to extend uh, a branch of sorts of the classical Greco-Roman olive variety. Uh, Yeah, I feel as if I'm the target of courtship. 
Now, listeners, I want you to understand Skippy is a absolutely devastatingly handsome-looking gentleman, or the kind of man to pursue an entanglement of a romantic nature. I imagine Skippy would be high up on that particular list, as he may be the greatest living man in the United States after myself, of course. Uh, but that just ain't the case. And uh, listeners, as we learned with the unfortunate incident with Lenore and the Mole Men, <clears throat> romantic entanglements and squatch slaying simply do not mix. I am in a monogamous relationship with the Squatch and his death, and I must not allow myself to be distracted by Skippy's wanton romantic advances despite whatever flutters they may uh, introduce into me. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, lesser, listeners, I clearly have a dilemma. On one hand, Skippy is a researcher of unparalleled skill who could be invaluable to my work in hunting the mistress Bigfoot. On the other hand, Skippy is a man of such uh, tremendous magnanimous magnetism that I am not sure I could resist him were we alone in New Jersey chasing the devil and all of his sins pursuing an end to which I have no interest. And it is inevitable that my mind would wander to romantic proclivities, and then we risk losing Skippy the same way I lost Lenore. And, of course, those so very many mole men. Uh, I don't want to hurt Skippy, but I'm afraid I cannot allow this relationship to metastasize into something more mature. It needs to be professional. I don't know what to do, listeners. I, I need I need uh, counsel. I need advice. So please send all suggestions to Jack A with an A circle around it with the, with the es, es, Expedition Sasquatch period org. Help me figure out what to do about this whole Skippy situation. Uh, it's a lot to deal with. All right, now, listeners, now that the um, housekeeping portion of our show today is out of the way, allow me to provide an update on our current situation. We're up on Yana Mountain on a tip from Squatch Scout Lawson the Lawman Douglas about a Bigfoot sighting in this here area. About $120 because I ensnared, puzzled, Puzzled some hikers in some educational puzzles that appear to the untrained eye to possibly be uh, great ape trapping devices. Every piece of Squatch finding equipment that I now rely on was destroyed by vandals of an unknown species. Bigfoot is suspected highly. I use this as an opportunity to break out my backup paraphernalia. And now my new friend and professional acquaintance has invited me to the most romantic of locales, New Jersey, to hunt that most romantic of cryptids, the Jersey Devil. I'm in unfamiliar territory, metaphorically speaking. Literally, I'm in very familiar territory, as I live not far from these very hills and spent my time as a youngin hunting the squatch in this very area. Heck, I was the reason that they had to build these new shelters after I burnt the old ones down. Uh, but now I have uh, unfamiliar equipment, I have unexpected entanglements of a romantic nature, and I have yet to have breakfast. So, uh, in the last episode, I promised that I'd only rest the one time before I found Sasquatch, and I'm a man of my word. 
So I'm forgoing my normal routine of six cups of coffee and half a pound of bacon cooked on my portable gas flat top and enjoyed over a leisurely period of two hours while taking notes for my next book. Bigfoot still ain't dead and it's your fault, America. Instead, I'm gonna take a sip of this here tea. Needs more sugar. I'm gonna hightail it out of these woods, and I'm gonna kill me a biggin'. I will resume recording whenever I'm on the trail. Listeners, this episode, as most episodes, is brought to you in part by Space Age Floppies and Skippy McDaniels. I'm going to let you peek behind the curtain and tell you that I recorded this exact advertisement after I done finished this episode, and Fat Jimbo slapped it on in there. I think he says he does it with a post, like he slaps it in with posts. I ain't got no idea what that means. But I feel like it was important for y'all to know that, and I don't want y'all to be deceived. Uh, Jimbo does all of our editing, editing, and he lets me add this one here special. And now y'all know that there ain't no better place to get software for those computers with his 20 or 30 years old and Space Age floppies on the internet at Space Age Ideas period com big floppies. I reckon you know that you can get on the internet at your local library. I also reckon you know that in the near future, libraries across this great red, white, and blue stained nation will have copies of my first book title of We Can and Must Find and Kill Bigfoot. And I also reckon you might not know, because it was news to me too, is that Fat Jimbo, my good friend and loyal squatcher, done put us together some kind of website of our own. Blew my mind. It's at uh, Expedition Sasquatch period O-R-G. And you can go there from the library. Just like with Space Age Floppies. One stop, two sites. You can't beat that kind of deal. Now listeners, when you're done reckoning on all that, I reckon you'll also want to know about a new discovery the folks over at Space Age Ideas done made. I'm not sure what kind of techno magic that they had to use, but they done managed to get my Tandy 1000HX from 1987 to connect to them their internets, so I can do ML and websites from my computer, not the library's computer, but from my computer. They assured me that this magic will be available to the general public in the near future, and asked me not to tell no one about it. But I swear, it is the daggum greatest thing to happen to computers since the Tandy 1000 series, so I'm just going to be telling everyone. (laughs) In the meantime, go to your local library and see all the stuff I've been putting up on Expedition Sasquatch period ORG using my newfangled internet box. Thanks to Space Age Ideas and Skippy McDaniels for making all of this possible. Listeners, there have been several developments, and I'm going to try and cover them in order. But first, I have to tell you that Bigfoot's time is at hand. Due to the circumstances that I will be revealing unto you quite shortly, I can say with almost complete certainty 
that Bigfoot will be dead by my hands in no more than ten minutes. All the world will know the truth. So, let me tell you how it got here. First, I couldn't focus on the Sasquatch with thoughts of hurting Skippy floating throughout my skull. So I done called him and explained to him that I am committed and uh, it is to the monogamous relationship with the Sasquatch. And that there simply just wasn't enough room in my life for something more complex. I think he understood. I I feel like Skippy heard me. He told me that the package he mentioned in his ammo was of a professional nature and that he had heard that there was some Yeti on vacation in New Jersey in addition to the devil, but he done forgot to mention it. Now, I usually investigate Yeti sightings because it is well known that Squatch disguise themselves as Yeti during the winter months to take advantage of the goodwill towards Yeti afforded to them by overpriced coolers and the abomination of a moving monster incorporated. But uh, this is summertime, and I will not be swayed from my quest. So I told Skippy, we well, could take a trip to Jersey to hunt the devil and the Yeti Squatch in the late fall. Uh, secondly, when I was on the phone with Skippy, every last one of my instruments and paraphernalia went absolutely great ape shit crazy. And I... I'm not familiar with all these readings, but I am fairly sure great ape shit crazy means that there's a squatch nearby. So just as soon as I hung up that there phone, made sure to leave things on a professional note with Skip. I scooped up my trusty bolt action riffle and headed to the woods. Thirdly, this is my third point. I was in the woods for about an hour, and I hadn't seen nothing. I was getting real hungry, that blood sugar dropping. I started smelling food, and it smelled so damn good, I was convinced I was hallucinating due to malnutrition. And then I wandered through the woods a few feet, tripping on underbrush. I followed that smell just a few more yards and found me a waffle house. <laughs> and so I ate. Now forgive me, listeners. I know I made a promise. I had six cups of coffee and multiple plates of bacon. And I did take notes for Bigfoot ain't dead yet and it is your fault, America. And then, listeners, when I had all but given up hope on finding the foot today, I heard a commotion outside Waffle House. One of the staff done run in shouting about a monster in their dumpster. Oh, baby. Oh, several workers went outside and tried to get a picture of the beast. And when they got back in, they showed the picture to me. And I'm here to preach to you that it was unmistakably a photo of Sasquatch with its antifocus field in full effect. In all my years, I've never seen a photo so poorly focused. I took charge of the situation, grabbed my recording device, and started recording this update and I grabbed my trusty bolt action rifle from the table in front of me and headed out to my current location which uh, here in front of a dumpster in the parking lot of a waffle house somewhere in the hills of North Georgia 
uh, record this update and ultimately find and kill Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot, after 27 years of hunting, I have discovered a... God dang raccoon. Or a possum. No, that's a raccoon. Shit. It's a... <laughs> Listeners, that was disappointing. I did not find and kill Bigfoot today. Instead, I found and freed a raccoon. Never in all my years of hunting foot, professionally, that is, have I ever been so humiliated. I'm recording this now from my home. And were it not for the momentous gift that was just bestowed upon me by my good friend and close companion, Skippy, I'm sure I'd be nearly inconsolable. Uh, however, Skippy did send me um, several devices and a letter in which he claimed that through proper configuration of aforementioned devices, I'd be able to connect my beloved Tandy 1000HX to the internets. The letter talked to pies and wires, cereal and invisible radiation called Wi-Fi and had filled my whole house up with internets. Now, I, I gotta be real. This seemed on the face of it absolutely patently ridiculous. I assume Skippy was having a bit of fun at my expense. Truth be told, Waffle House people never stopped giggling. So I did what uh, any reasonable squat slayer would do. And I called Fat Jimbo. Jimmy Bo. Old Jimmy. He came over straight away. Expected him to debunk some stuff for me. When in truth, he bunked everything. And in quite a good way. Uh, he came over and he had this gleam in his eyes looking at all this paraphernalia. And he started plugging things into bits and 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 bits into walls and walls into things and... The bits and the wires and the things on the walls all knotted up together and sorted and tied up to the back of my here computer. Lo and behold, the thing does emil itself all by its own now. That's something else. I could send two whole pages of emil in about one minute. I haven't felt this good about life in a long time. It certainly softened the blow of today's defeat. So, Jimbo, Skippy... Clearly had something to do with this, and I just I just want to thank every single one of you for helping me stay relevant in the fast-paced world of technology. Anyhow, uh, until next time, Squatchers, good luck, happy hunting, and good night. Next time on Expedition Sasquatch. Listeners, this is the biggest footprint I have ever seen. We're going to New York City. Northern bound we go. CC by SA license. 
Our theme music is Peaceful Henry by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra. You can find us online at expeditionsasquatch.org, a production of Fat Jimbo, Analog Revolution, and Space Age Ideas. Also available on Floppycast from Space Age Ideas. <laughs>